Hey, what's going on there, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Just pulling off of Lincoln Ave onto friggin' Broad Street, Lansdale. Just went by headquarters to get things squared away for a busy week. You know? Have a little bit of a snack. So I dropped off some plants, beautified the air. I got one of those foxtail ferns I think I was telling you about. Otherwise known as a dreadlock fern. That's what they look like to me, dreads. So, got one of those, a couple other plants. Can't speak to their names, but beautiful flowering plants. Put them in a little planter just under my, my mailbox. Watered my ferns. I have for my hanging basket ferns. I have um, four eggs of some sort of bird. I, I I watered them. I watered those ferns. Put them down on the ground and uh, spy those four eggs. I should have put the fern, the uh, hanging basket, right back up. I have it up now. So I hope the mom comes back. Every year we get. Hanging, we get a nest in our ferns, you know, or whatever hanging baskets we have. And I have to carefully water the ferns, so no disrespect to the family of whatever whatever avian creature. But I gotta freaking keep those ferns alive. Ferns are, in my opinion, the best, the best hanging basket or plant you can put out there because they're just very hardy, you know? That last off season. We get to friggin' October. They're gonna get stung, or November. They'll get stung by the first frost. That's always a bummer, but I mean, I don't wanna... I guess I could weather them over in the house or something like that, but I have to figure out how I do that. I do love my horticulture, though. Now I'm heading home. I'm going to do some planting. I got five or four bags of topsoil in the back. I've got a new hamper for my wife to try. I don't know if she's probably going to laugh at this, but my daughter had, had climbed in when she was a little thing. She used to, like, turn it upside down, the hamper, and hide underneath as if it was a cage or, you know, do some sort of acrobatics involving the fern. Fern. If I can hang in the uh, hamper. So they're all beat up, broken, plastic. This hamper has wheels on it and a handle. So I don't know how well it's going to put up with the Oberst uh, laundry. How well it can abide that. But um, we shall see, shan't we? Lugging a friggin' full hamper up the stairs is gonna be a biatch. But I'm thinking of her. Got a reciprocating saw from Lowe's, have a project planned for that. Just another tool that I can have at my disposal. So that's gonna be good. And I'm gonna head home now. We got some thunderstorm warnings there. I should have probably this morning put another coat of varnish. 
on my carvings. If not today, then I'll do that on Tuesday. We had a busy week ahead of us, my friends. Um, last week it was fucking, you know, I worked because of the COVID cooties. I was out the week before that. I worked Tuesday last week in addition to the other four days. It might sound like, you know, oh, oh, you had to work five days. Feel bad for you, you know. We all have to work five days, sometimes six or seven. We'll tell you. I need that Tuesday or that or that day break. Actually, I had been considering going to uh, Mondays, taking Mondays off. A lot of businesses around here, they'll do that. We'll start up on Tuesday. Tuesday through Friday, just all fucking day. Thinking about tweaking my hours. And I can because this is my freaking show. You understand that? But... We're becoming a lot more serious about the work that we do at Healthy Balance. I mean, look, we always have been um, hardworking and ambitious, but as I've declared, I'm not trying to, um, you know, run some crazy practice where it's all quantity and, and no quality. You hear about, you know, I, lo- I loathe, you know, the stories I hear about and the experiences that you have where you can't make it, can't get an appointment at a doctor's office or or they're, you're in and out, you know what I mean, like, there's a lot of effort that we put in to what we do, and it is, it's hard fucking work, what I do, I mean, I ain't working on a road crew in the sun or anything like that, I'm, I'm, I'm manipulating patients' physical structures and carrying on and making them laugh and stuff, but all that can be very taxing, very tiring, very exhausting, a lot of outflow, physical and mental, and, uh, you know, it's hard work, but we have, uh, we had a record number of new patients last week, and that's good, a lot of folks with the fair weather, I don't know, it's something about, it's not, it's something about that, about the fair weather, it brings people out, and, uh, so they want to, they want to be out. A lot of calls coming in, you know, a lot of people trying to get in. And so the schedule is very, very full. So my front desk staff, managers, excellent, Emily and Angie, they're excellent. Okay, and I've had discussions with them. That means more effort on their behalf. They're already outstanding. But it means that we're recommitting to things. And, of course, I'm going to week our, um, I mean, incentivize them, tweak their uh, ability to make a living, their income, to the positive, you know, you hear about workforces now, you know, should I ask for a raise, da, da, da. anyway, I'm giving my, my uh, workers a raise, it's well needed and well deserved, and who knows what's going to happen during this uh, economic time, this crazy economic potential downturn, uncertainty, all that shit, who fucking knows, anyway, I read something, I'm trying to think who was, who was by, what business person, philosopher, um, maybe it was like one of the, the original, like, um, who wrote, uh, how to win friends and influence people, you know, one of those fucking 
antiquated books. It's but uh, the message is still very clear. Because people, a lot of a lot of uh, entrepreneurs think that you really need to take care of the customer, and that's not entirely true. I'm sure you need to take care of the customer, but the most best thing you can do is take care of your employees and show them that you value them. And I've always done that, but uh, it was time for time for us to get a little more serious about things and. and uh, so that we can help do more of what we do. Have a full practice, a busy practice, where we're, we're just providing a great product and we're working smarter, not harder. And we're just spreading the love, man. It's really an honor to be able to do that. You know, It's an honor to do what I do. I love being a chiropractor. Even doing a little Dr. Drill these days, too, you know? Saturdays. So backing up. Healthy Balance Chiropractic and Wellness Center is going to the big time, you know? I mean, same quality care, same intensive time spent caring for you. We're just going to try to just overhaul everything. We've got a freaking new coat of paint on the thing got new policies and procedures that are going to help us be more efficient. Just want everybody to be on mission, having fun. Biggest thing with me, I don't care about all these little, well, we're going to, this is how the, we need a policy manual. We just need to fucking, we need to have our shit together, but we need to have fun. If you're enjoying yourself, if you are on mission, if you care genuinely, that's all this business is about, is just giving a shit about people. Sure, we you know, run your insurance. Sure, we cash paychecks or, um, you know, we, we cash insurance checks. Sure, we, you know, swipe your credit card. I fucking love what I do, man. I love taking care of people, teaching them about their body, inspiring them in however possible, telling them a story, hearing what they have to say, playing a fucking ukulele. I'm like an, uh, you know, I'm like on stage doing a. like performing, but also it's all about health, you know what I mean? The performance is about facilitation of health and well-being and kindness and humor and all that shit. It's good stuff. So if you know anybody who's fucking hurting, if you're dragging a leg, if your back hurts, if you got freaking headaches, migraines, you got carpal tunnel syndrome, if you got a, you know, you're overweight, you're trying to get on the fast track, take your health back, maximize on the, the quantity and quality of the time that you have left on this earth, reach out to us, make an appointment. I'll help you. We'll help you. And it feels good to be, you know, you do too much anything, you start to feel a little bit like, uh, work. I tell you, I never feel like that. I never feel like, oh, got to go to work tomorrow. Sure, I value my time, and I, I, I would like more of it, more personal time to do things that I want to do, like my wood carving and spend time with my family and all that. But I do love what I do. So if you if you are looking for 
someone to help you in a musculoskeletal capacity. Just feel good. Just getting just getting best shape of your life. You want to reset for all those freaking aches and pains. Your alignment gets off and your muscles get tight and your freaking head isn't screwed on straight. You think your posture sucks and all that shit. I'm your guy. And we're your spot, Healthy Balance Chiropractic. Send all your fucking friends in. Treat them like gold. For all the right reasons. Alright, stand by one moment. Alright. Shall we continue? have a, a thought here, some observations over the past couple days, I'll tell you about um, 8 a.m. at School Road Park, Hatfield, Pennsylvania, we kicked ass, you know, I, I had plans to do rock training, that's where we find a drainage ditch or some landscape, area landscaped with... Um, Preferably, like, river rock. You hoist those suckers, you know, use them as, as ballast, as, as dumbbells, basically. But I plan on doing that, and then I saw that they took these picnic tables out from under a pavilion and spread them out in the grass. I'm like, man, use do some picnic table PT. And then we just started moving and shaking and stretching, and after that... I figured we were going to do 100 of each of the following. Side straddle hops, good cardio, full body workout. Squats. Push-ups. Is that it? Side straddle hops. Squats, push-ups, 100 of each of those. And that doesn't sound like, I mean, it's, some of you might be able to do those in one shot, you know. I mean, to me, it'll take probably at least two sets of each of those if I really put out a max effort. And that, you just do that. You do 100 friggin' side straddle hops, 100 squats, 100 push-ups. And let me tell you... You are going to be friggin' tired. You won't have to do any other workout, I don't think. So we did that, but we did it in an interesting way. We did each in succession. I think there were four things. I'm trying to think what the other one was. Maybe an ab exercise. Yeah, we did abs. We did a hundred. We did a hundred consecutive flutter kicks. So right now my abs, when I'm climbing in and out of the seat of this truck, leaning forward disengage the emergency brake or whatever, I can feel those abs do 100 flutter kicks. So there we did. 100 side shoulder hops, 100 push-ups, 100 friggin' flutter kicks, 100 squats. But I selected different types of squats and different types of side shoulder hops and different types of core work so that we could combine them all and one of my favorite parts of this now it took the entire duration of the workout to do this 
Like, there's no other time to do rock PT or anything else. It was just, we did this. Took the entirety of our, our hour exercise session. And while, when we met the end of this session, we were friggin' smoked, man. Had no energy left. So, for the last two sets, so what we would do is 10 repetitions of each exercise. So, 10 side shuttle hops, 10 push ups, 10 squats, and then 10 of those abs. Now, four count. Four count exercise, right? So, as we would go up the sets at one, two, three, four, five, ooh, halfway, what are we doing now? Six, seven, eight. We got to set eight. Everybody was pretty well beat up. I said, okay, well, let's do like a compilation. So we'll do, you know, we'll just flow from one to the next and finish these two final sets. And we did so. Um, we also did something called an an egg roll, we incorporate that. So if you could sit in a, what's called a butterfly position where you're sitting on your butt and you've got your soles of your feet pressed together. So you're stretching your inner thigh, right? It's a great stretch for the hip and the inner thigh and the glutes. And then from that position, you egg roll, you roll back, hug your knees, and then you generate momentum when you come back up out of the egg roll. And you come up into a lunge. So egg roll, egg roller, lunge up, stand up, jump up, get down, push up, stand up, jump up, get down, one. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Nice friggin' muffler, pussy. Um, little penis cars. A lot of when it gets hot out, the little penis cars and trucks they, they definitely come out. <clears throat> they like to rev rev it up. So that was friggin' monumental, my friends. You do a few sets of that. Roll back, a lunge up, stand up, jump up, get down, push up, stand up, jump up, get down, one. And you get everybody doing, uh, moving the same frequency and doing that together. It's fucking awesome. It's grueling. And we did, uh, you know, uh, I think 20 repetitions of that. And then we were done. <laughs> School circle, and it was good. Um, so observations that I made throughout the day yesterday. I went home and I took a nice nap. It was a beautiful thing. I wake up around 4 and my wife said we're going to go out to this brewery for a bite. And I said, okay. You know, I was actually expecting just a quiet evening, but it was nice to see our friends. You know, he was chumming up with her cousins, Chris and Nicole, and their daughter, Bryn. We're planning our main trip, which is coming up. So I wanted to get together with them. So we had this place in Warrington. It's a nice spot in the had a good meal, and was live entertainment, beers were okay, and, and it was just nice to get out. And afterwards, we went to uh, this place, Crumble Cookie, where they make these pretty giant, probably at least six inch, eight inch cookies, different varieties and specials, and it's, it's gluttonous, but it's like, okay, something different for dessert, you know? 
So I'll, I'll try some of yours. Get like five cookies, something like that. You try a little bit of each. So we got them, and everybody was happy to try them. And we sat out in the open air at this kind of like a, a shopping center, like an upscale shopping center where they have a an area in the middle where you can sit, and there's like uh, fire pits and shit like that, you know. So while we're at this crumble cookie thing, I stay in the car. I'm like, I don't want any fucking. I'm gonna just get, just ate a burger. I had a couple beers. I'm not really feeling like I need to eat. Not a big dessert guy, you know. But they go in. This guy pulls in and gets out of his truck after um, or before us. Pulls in this big Cadillac SUV, and he is gigantic. I mean, he's obscenely. Obese. We're all a little overweight. You know. He's obscenely obese. Like, has to lean back to, you know, support his big pendulous abdomen. He's got like this Hawaiian button shirt on and his calves are just like gigantic. So he's got a dicky do, his belly sticks out more than his dicky do, you know. <laughs> Make fun of the fat guy, all that shit. Listen, I I love everyone, man. But this was a shame. This is like seeing, like knowing somebody who's an alcoholic walk into a bar or, you know, this the uh, the store, the friggin' um, wine and liquor store, you know. I've seen that before. I know what that looks like. I've had some vices in my day. But this guy was clearly dangerously overweight. Morbidly meaning that disease, it's not a, just a little extra weight. It's a disease now. And I know a doctor, as an anatomy student, teacher, all of the um, chronic diseases that he probably has, hypertension, atherosclerosis, arthritis, diabetes, you know, you name it, man, just not good for you to be that overweight, and I see the guy going into this cookie shop, and I'm saying, you know what, I don't want a fucking cookie now, we're here out on a family outing and enjoying this, you know, some togetherness, and we're not eating fucking organic, fresh everything, you know, we're, we're splurging, it's the weekend, and this guy is a free country, he can do whatever the fuck he wants, but if I've ever seen somebody who should not be in a cookie shop, it was this guy, and that was him and his poison right there, um, it was just written all over, so sad to see that, and I'm sure he knows what the deal is, I'm sure he knows what this is doing to him, maybe just he's going to do what he's going to do, and this is what makes him happy, it is his prerogative and I saw that, and I was just like this is terrible, man it's terrible, it's making me not want to partake, okay, I'll have a little bit of the cooking, they were pretty good nothing wrong with splurging and with you know Indulging, overindulging at times. And life, you need to enjoy this life. But um, this is terrible to see. 
and it made me lose my fucking appetite, you know what I mean? It's like you walk into a ice cream shop, and, you know, not that everybody needs to be, not that appearances or everything, but you know what I'm saying, or maybe you don't. I mean, this was a terrible amount of overweight, a pathologic amount of overweight, and he came out with, a, like, a pizza box full of these cookies and ate them right in the parking lot there. I'm just thinking, fuck, bro. Damn, bro. This is going to fucking, another nail in your coffin right there for sure. That's terrible. It's not very heartwarming, I understand. So there's that. And I had another observation <clears throat> this morning. I went to Lowe's just a few hours ago. And as I, uh, I had to get some gas as well. So as I went um, up to the pump, I pull into the lot of the gas station at the Super Wawa, and there's this guy. He's sitting along the uh, the turn, right in the grass, underneath the tree. He's got two dogs with him. He's got a cardboard sign that says something to the effect of, you know, this is my plight, you know, you think you could help me, so I was like, I, yeah, I saw him, you know, and I saw the dogs, of course, who, there's one thing about a human being, you know, human beings, we are, we're an interesting freaking species, man, you know your own, and I'm sympathetic, and I'm empathetic, and I try to love everyone, but who hasn't been accosted by some homeless person at a, a white or somewhere out in public, and they're panhandling, and, you know, man, if there's a way you could help, you would, but then they get in your space, or solicit you, and you're with your family, and you, it's uncomfortable, and, and so you don't do anything, you just look straight ahead, or you maybe you say something like, can't help, you know, I can't help everyone. Or how much, maybe you think about how much how much money or how much this guy is getting for doing nothing. Just sitting there looking downtrodden and appealing to everyone's emotion. And it's a turnoff. Maybe you got like that. I saw this guy and I saw his two dogs laying in the summer heat here. It was like in high 90s. thinking, fuck man, this guy have... Thinking, man, human beings. I'm sure he's had his has his own problems. Now he's got two dogs laying in the grass. What the hell is this guy's story? I went to Lowe's. I said, "All right, get some cash." And I come back out. If he is still there, then I'll stop. So I did so. Got all my wares from Lowe's. And then I pull out, and I see him sitting over there. I found a spot in the back of Wawa, and I hit my, hit my hazards. And I went and walked over to him. I had $20 in my pocket. And I just wanted to find, I was like, I wanted to know his story, honestly. Like, I wanted to know what, you know, how I could help. What's the situation? I said, hey, I said exactly that. Hey, man, what's the story, man? What's going on? 
like, yeah, my dog's got Lyme disease and trying to raise some money for his treatment. And then I don't know if I believe them. It seemed like a smooth enough alibi. Smooth enough line that would appeal. You know, I want to take the human element out of it. If you're tempted to look at me as an addict or somebody who's going to squander your kindness and be back here tomorrow doing the same thing, here are my dogs. You know, these animals don't deserve this. They're out in the heat. I did see he had a gallon jug there. And there were two women behind me showed up with dog biscuits. I'm sure the guy had plenty of offers for food and care and it's just one of those situations it's one of these scenarios that you'll encounter in your day and you gotta ask yourself what are you gonna do what should you do and I don't know if there's an answer to that gave him 20 bucks, and what he does with that is on him, you know what I mean, I had the 20 bucks to spare, two dogs out there, old dogs, laying in the grass with their master, and uh, whatever his haul is today, you know, whatever his, his experience, however much money he takes in. I hope he does something useful with it, you know? Hope he gets a good meal, hope he gets some water for his dogs, finds some shelter. I don't think anybody should be sitting on the grass feeling bad for himself. Or, worse yet, you know, manipulating the public by sitting out there with, with two canines in the heat. Potentially dogs that have Lyme disease, and I thought, you know, what if, it's got to be a veterinarian who's going to drive by, somebody who's a vet tech, and would know if, you know, there's a place where you could get resources, medications, treatment for a dog without pay or whatever, tell me that there's some sort of some somebody or someone or some organization that you know would just help animals out of kindness like that tell me that he is taking good care of these dogs that he loves them that they that they're companions that they provide him some some comfort and and that he he provides the same for them that they're part of a pack That's what that $20 was. I would love to have heard his story. You know, I'm a storyteller, and I like to like to know exactly what's going on. I don't know if I would get the right story. He had, I don't know if they were tattoos that had faded, or if they were scars. He looked like he had something swirly on his, like on his cheek, on his face. He did not look good. Tattoos, sunburn, maybe 
seemed like he was slurring a little bit, might have been on something, I don't know. I don't know if it even matters, but it was something I experienced today. Gave him 20 bucks, I walked back to my truck and went on my way. And I hope I don't see him again doing the same thing. I hope he finds a home for himself and for these dogs. And they can live some sort of, enjoy some sort of stability. Something positive can be gleaned from this crazy world that we live in can't imagine a reason why in, uh, you know, the continental United States, how this guy has any, you know, has wound up in the situation, but I'm sure that a lot of it's due to his own doing. The guy did say, he goes, thank you, sir, and I hope that someone is kind to you when you need help, and I hope so, too. I do believe in people. I do believe that we are inherently good, that there is a kernel of kindness and empathy in human beings, that we want to serve each other, that we know that instinctively that we need to if we're to survive. Sometimes my uh, faith is, is... tested for sure in this regard Um, so that happened finally I'll mention yesterday after after, uh, boot camp in the park we went to our cousin's house for a yard sale and it refreshed my feelings on yard sale yard sales it was hot as freaking balls hot as a snake's freaking cock dragon through the friggin' swamp. But, um, everybody, you know, a lot of people on this road, they all had their wares out, and I took a inflatable kayak that I bought many years ago, and we inflated it, and we sold that, 75 bucks, and they sold a bunch of stuffed animals, and all kinds of stuff. And then we made you know, a couple hundred dollars or something, getting rid of things that basically junk things that we were no longer using, toys, you know, stuff from the kids years ago, and we had a nice lunch after we did that, and then stayed, we went out to that brewery last night, so, it was pretty cool, pretty cool, and I guess we're going to have a, a yard sale in our neighborhood coming up. And my wife's all excited about it now because she did so well. I don't know how much more junk we have to let go of, but I'll gladly put it out on the curb. So, as are my experiences this week. We're looking at vacation dates, and of course all this stuff is going to be arriving soon. The next big thing for us, Memorial Day weekend, we'll have a three-day weekend. That'll be nice. And then we'll have... Uh, flower show, my carvings get them out there and finally we'll be off on our vacation so it's all going to be very fun I'm excited for this stuff, I hope you had a good weekend
if you're planning to uh, plan your attack for another good week. And it's going to be some nice weather, I think. Maybe it'll cool down a little bit. That'll be nice. And we'll talk more. All right? Love and respect. <laughs>